Hello and welcome to Wattcast. My name is Roger Watson and these podcasts are dedicated to readings of various articles that I've had published in newspapers and magazines. They reflect my views on politics, the pandemic and current affairs. Thank you very much for listening. Bashing the Bishop. This is my column for the New Conservative of the 3rd of October 2023. I would reason elsewhere to lament the woeful state of the Roman Catholic Church, my church as it happens. From the head down, like the proverbial fish rotting, it seems to be in decay. From the suppression of the archaic but nevertheless completely harmless Latin Mass, which is enjoyed by many old and young, to the more recent obsession with climate change. This began in 2015, shortly after the present apology for a Pope assumed the keys of St. Peter's and published his execrable encyclical Laudato Si in 2015. We have had some shocking Popes since the middle of the last century, but Pope Francis really takes the communion wafer for being the most ostensibly left-wing and unconventional, but not in a good way. The influence of Pope Francis is clear enough through, for example, the work of CAFOD, Catholic Fund for Overseas Development, which annually has something to say about the state of the planet, and has even turned its family fast day into a festival of self-recrimination about global warming. But his influence extends right down to the levels of dioceses and parishes, as evidenced by my own diocese of Middlesbrough and our illustrious bishop, Terence Patrick Draney. Each month the diocese distributes the Free Voice newspaper, which is the Middlesbrough diocesan Catholic voice to give it its full name. Many good things and good people fill its pages, and I've no problem with my fellow Catholics who do so much more for the church than I do. These people display more sanctity each day than I will do in a lifetime. I would also be loath to judge our bishop, my bishop, who as one of God's elect undoubtedly radiates so much goodness and mercy around him that he positively dazzles next to my faint glow. But he lets himself down over climate change, and no more so than in his front-page bishop's column in the October issue of Voice. The column opens with, over the summer we witnessed some disturbing events alerting us to the fact that climate change is definitely a reality and that it is affecting us all. This is complete nonsense. Climate change, by which it obviously means the climate emergency, global warming, deadly wildfires, those kind of things, is an increasingly disputed concept. Even Nobel Prize winners have pointed this out. He's also wrong that climate change is affecting us all. I, for one, could not give a damn about it, and I know plenty of people like me who are just keeping calm and carrying on. The bishop ends his doom-laden column with the climate is in crisis, and it affects us all. There he goes again. But it is the poorest communities who are suffering the most. Sure, it's such a global problem that bodies like the UN and the governments of all countries have to take it seriously. I can only assume that the bishop's column was written in haste shortly before the deadline, leaving little time for reflection and revision. At least, I hope that's the case. When he says that the UN and governments have to take it seriously, what could he possibly mean? The UN, along with other global organisations and Western democratic governments like our own, speak about little else. The BBC Radio 4 Today programme is nearly wall-to-wall climate change, and our newspapers report daily on some new, but probably fabricated, catastrophe related to climate change. They seem to take it seriously all right. 
Your correspondent is genuinely puzzled as to why the bishop feels compelled to write this drivel. Is he trying to appear relevant, in tune and down with the climate kids? All fatal errors that most churchmen have made at some point. Does he really believe in the climate change agenda? Or is he obliged to promote it for fear of a call to the Vatican for a meeting without coffee? It's hard to know, and even harder to discover. I know others in the diocese who have tried to find out by writing to him and asking. I have it in good authority that he's not averse to having the diocesan lawyers reply on his behalf in a less than friendly manner. This podcast was produced in association with youpublicationslimited.com.